This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. So Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus and I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my limited human abilities. I'm trusting in you, Spirit of God, to do a mighty work here tonight through and with your people. Lord, and in advance, I give you all the praise, all the glory for everything that will happen and transpire here tonight. In Jesus' name, I pray this, and all those who agreed, shout amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So, Declaration Sunday is the title of my message this evening, and I want to focus on three or four scriptures. Uh, some of them will appear on the side screens. Some of them I've decided at last minute just to add in, and you can make notes in your app, add that into your uh, notes there. Um, it's going to be good for you, and, uh, and then we're going we're gonna to make a declarations, and we're going to give you time to prepare, and during the worship part of this evening, after I've preached, um, as we are worshiping, uh, we're going to then bring our fresh starts, our declarations, the things that we believe in God for, we're going to bring it and lay it on the altar, amen? You know, when the children of Israel came over the Jordan River, before they actually came over the Jordan River, from the east to the west, God said, and Joshua spoke to the people, and God said to Joshua, tell the people that when they get to the other side, I want them to go to Mount Chorizim and to Mount Ebal, which is on the north of Israel. And I want you to stand six tribes on Mount Chorizim and six tribes on Mount Ebal, one facing, six tribes facing north and six tribes facing south. And I want the priesthood to be in the middle in the valley. And then I want you, those that stand on Mount Ebal or Mount Chorizim, to profess and proclaim the blessings according to Deuteronomy 28. Now, at that stage, I didn't know it was Deuteronomy 28, but proclaim these blessings. Shout it so that the mountains can hear it. And those that standing on Mount uh, uh, Ebal, you are to proclaim the curses that if you would not to do this, what the Lord your God wants, then these things will come upon you. And we know then from history and from the Bible that the children of Israel did that and they shouted the blessings. They, by the means of their shouting, by their exclamation, by their declaration, they took physical authority. Wherever your foot steps, that land is yours. And they set up a memorial, stones there, so that they will never ever forget this is what they've declared in the sight of God. We see it throughout history, throughout the Bible, that God says, come and make a sacrifice to me. Bring it to the altar. The altar seems to be a place of connection between heaven and myself. It's like when I bring my tithes and my offerings. I'm not just giving money to the church. That's the wrong attitude. I'm bringing my offering to the altar so that it can be offered unto God. So that my relationship and I'm in good standing with God. And so God has purposed everything for us, family. I want you to know at the born again experience, when you got born again, God, the Holy Spirit, poured within you the nine fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You have it at the born again experience. That's why people say to you, you look different. You sound different. You are different. And then as you grow in the Lord, 
And as you grow in your, in your walk with God, then God bestows, as the Spirit wills, the gifts of the Holy Spirit upon your life. Those gifts are there for ministry, so that you can minister to others. Ministry is not limited to us, the pastors here, but everyone that is far and near. Everyone that is filled with the Holy Spirit, with the gift upon their lives, can operate in the gifts. You cannot decide which gift you want to operate in. It's as the Spirit wills. Because the Spirit will lead you to a certain situation and the gift will be ready for you to operate in that. It's not about you. It's the gift inside of you. God anoints the gift inside of you. Holy Spirit upon. And so this evening as we understand that, that we always declare and pray from a position of victory. Say that with me. I declare and I pray always from a position of victory. So I never say things like, and we've learned this from Apostle Theo in the power of words. We never say things, well, Lord, if it's your will. We pray from a position of victory because we have been blessed in all things according to Ephesians 1 and verse 3. Everything. You've been blessed with all spiritual blessing. But you have to appropriate it. It's yours. The gifts is yours. The fruit is yours. It's there. Operate in it as if it is so. So this evening as, we, as I prepare you, I want you to know that you don't have to come and I mean, my daughter, when she comes in the house and she does a good job of that. When she comes home, she's now graduated this year, but in the past when she comes, she's supposed to study, but every weekend she was back at our house. I don't know how that works, but in any case, so she would come and she would just open the fridge. Where's the food? This and take. She doesn't ask. She doesn't cower. Is it possible? Maybe I can just eat something from the fridge or whatever. She just goes there because she knows that her dad owns it, and therefore she has full rights to that. In the same way, your dad, your heavenly father owns everything, and he's given everything to you. You have been blessed with all spiritual blessing. It's yours. Take it. Appropriate it by faith. So in Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 11, reading from the Amplified Classic edition, I love this verse. It just says so much to me. And it says here, He, God, has made everything beautiful in its time. He has made you beautiful in your time. You've been born at this time. I know this is a cliche. We say, you've been born for a time like this. But family, God purposed for you to be born at this time, at this age, to solve a unique problem because no one else can, cannot, can. It's like you're so unique like your fingerprint, like the retina of your eye. So he has made everything beautiful in its time. And that's the way that we got to view the world. I know I can give you a list of things, of things that are not right and not working. But I'm choosing from a position of victory to focus on the promises of God because they are yes and amen and that's what I'm going to be looking at. So he has made everything beautiful in its time. He's also planted eternity in men's hearts and minds, in our heart, our spirit man, and in our minds. So that in other words, what we think and say and what we believe is the same. He's planted eternity. You know, I know God's plans and purposes for my life. 
I know, but I've got to walk into it. I've got to appropriate it by faith, and I've got to step out and declare it from a position of victory. Now, that means planted eternity in men's hearts and minds. I love this explanation of it. It says, a divinely implanted sense of a purpose working through the ages with nothing under the sun that God alone can satisfy. Isn't that true? You know, you try and find your purpose and your life in some things in life. Maybe it's in money and maybe it's in the attention women or men give you. But ultimately, it's empty. Because he or she grows cold of you. And so you've got to know that there's someone that sticks closer than a brother. Amen. Amen. And it says here, and it goes on to say, because only God, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. You see, the deep things, the desires you have in your heart, only God can satisfy. So that men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. You don't have to fret and, and, and fret about what's going to happen and how my life is going to turn out. God's got it under control. Don't worry about it. But he's put it already in your heart, in your spirit, man, and in your mind. He's giving you that beautiful plan. You've got to step out confidently knowing that it's yours in Jesus' name. Appropriate it. Be aggressive in your faith this year. In order to do that, we also need to use wisdom. We can't just rush ahead and say, well, I thought it was God. No, it's not God. You've got to make sure that you hear God's voice in this declarations family. Too many people, I've said it to so many times, it sounds like God is making mistakes every week. And that's not true. Let me just set it right for the record. Because people say, no, no, God told me I can go to Cape Town now. I go to Dubai, New Zealand, whatever. I'm not saying, please, if you're going, it's fine. I'm, relax, relax. But if God has not told you, you're in the wrong place. Amen. And so you've got to hear because we don't want to see you six months later. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened, you know. God, God was wrong. No, you didn't listen. So in order to do that, we need to understand this in 1 Kings 3 verse 9. King Solomon asks for wisdom, not for the lives and for wealth and lives of his enemies and, and, and wealth. But he does this. Look at this scripture. This is one of the scriptures that I've been standing on for the last 10 years. So give your servant, that's you, a discerning heart. In other words, a heart that discerns the voice of God, the spirit of God. To govern your people, to govern my life, to govern my work, to govern whatever I want to put my hand to. Give me a discerning heart. So that I, so that I can, number two, can distinguish between right and wrong. You see, it's important that you must know what's right and what's wrong. If you, if you want to believe some people in the country, you will think it's right to leave the country. But it could be wrong. Amen? So we need to know, hear the voice of God, and then have the ability, a God-given ability, to distinguish between what is right and what is wrong. So when you are writing down your goals and objectives and what you believe in God and what you're going to declare, know that it is right. If you come once a year to church and you now you believe in God for a Ferrari, I can tell you up front without even knowing you, your motives are wrong. God can give you a Ferrari if he wants to, but your motives are wrong. Amen? And then thirdly, 
because of that. So in other words, God has got a plan and a purpose. He set everything in time. It's beautiful. He wants you to have a discerning heart, the ability to distinguish between right and wrong as you formulate these declarations for this year. Because you see, there is power in his word. The Bible says in Psalms 103, which is not in your notes, you can add this if you want to, that the angels hearken unto the voice of my word. When I speak this Bible, when I speak it, then the psalmist is saying that the angels are standing ready because they, you see, they know the Bible. They know the voice of God. They know what God has spoken about. That's why it's in red in some places. Okay, now you guys will get that on your way out. Okay, so in any case, <laughs> is, that, is that the angels hearken when we speak the word, when we pray the word, when we declare the word, the angels stand ready and say, we've got to do this. It has to come to pass because God has said, yeah, look at what it says here in Isaiah 55 verse 11. The prophet Isaiah prophesying what the state of God's mind is. He says, so shall my word be, God's word, my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. The words that God speaks and have said already in the past and yesterday and today and tomorrow, those vo the words that goes out shall not return void, but they will accomplish whatever I've set them out to do. In other words, they have instructions. They have a DNA. They have something they have to achieve. You have to go out. If I declare this is what I'm going to do for them, then when they declare it, the angels stand by. They're doing it, and it will not return void because my word is all-powerful. God's word is not just frivolous. Amen? God's word is powerful. Are you with me, family? So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect or useless but it shall accomplish that which i please and i purpose and it shall prosper in the thing for which i sent it if god says he will do that and i speak the blessings of his word his promises over my life then the words that I declare will not or shall not return void to me, but it will accomplish the things that God has instructed it to do. Tonight, as you prepare your declarations and what it is that you believe in God for, I need you to know that God's void, sorry, God's word is powerful. And it will accomplish when you send it out on a mission. It will not return void, but it will accomplish everything he set it out to do. Are you with me, family? Because now according to Numbers 14, 28, that's also not in my notes. Numbers 14, 8, 28 says, as I live, says the Lord, as you have spoken in my hearing, I will do unto you. What is it that you're going to say tonight? God is standing by. As I live, says the Lord, whatever you say in my hearing, I will do unto you. Tonight, choose, knowing that the angels are standing ready to execute the word. God has promised us already in the book of Isaiah, more than 3,000 years ago, that my word is powerful. Because if a word can raise somebody up to be healed, then sure, when I declare a word over my future, it shall be done in Jesus' name. Amen? So as you are ready, 
Yes, you guys can play the music in the background. As you're ready, you've received your cards. I want you to look at your cards now. Take your cards, put it in your hands. Put it in your hands. I want you to think about this. If you need to add something more in there, that's good. Do that as well as, as you do this now. And in a moment, we're going to make seven declarations. And I want to hear you declare. I want, the devil must know, Chief Christian family church is awake. They're ready to take authority over this situation. Because the word of God shall not return void. You see, family, sometimes I find myself in my life where there's just nothing where I can hat my, uh, hang my hat on. But I know that I can trust the word of God. And it gives me such joy. It gives me such confidence. And it gives me such peace to know that even though no one else believes me, no one else agrees with me that God's word is always true. And if he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, but I will be with you until the end, I believe that. If it says that I send my word out to accomplish that which you declare, I believe that. So keep your card in your hand. Won't you stand to your feet? I'm going to ask us now. We're going to declare seven things. You will be able to find these things. You will be able to find these things on, on our Facebook page and on our website. I'm sure Clive will, will, will make it available after the service. So don't worry about writing it down now. You can find it on the, on the Facebook page and wherever. It will all be available for you. So as I declare, I'm going to make a statement. And then I want you to repeat that statement after me. Are you ready, family? Are you ready to proclaim the blessings of the Lord over your life? Amen. So let's say this together. Point number one. Say this with me. I'm going to read it out and then I'm going to ask you to, to confess it after me so that you know what you're confessing. So point number one is we have God's guidance in 2020. Say this with me. I have God's guidance in 2020. Amen. Number two. We have God's provision in 2020. Say this with me. I have God's provision in 2020. Number three, I have God's protection in 2020. Say this with me. I have God's protection in 2020. Number four, we have God's unconditional love for us. Say this with me. I have God's unconditional, unconditional love for me in 2020. Number five, we have God's unmerited, unlimited favor in 2020. Say this with me. I have God's unmerited, unlimited favor in 2020. Number six, God's strength is ours throughout 2020. Say this with me. I have God's strength throughout 2020. Number seven, God will keep us in perfect health throughout 2020. No sickness shall come near our dwelling. Whatever attempts to come near us, it bounces off us and it dies instantly in Jesus' name. So say this with me. 
God will keep me in perfect health throughout 2020. I believe this. I declare this. Satan, in the name of Jesus, I declare it. It shall come to pass. I believe it. I receive it. I say it in the Lord's hearing. It shall be done. Now come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Come on, give him praise, give him praise, give him wild praise, give him praise, give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We worship you, we praise you, we glorify you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, family. Now, the Bible talks about different ways of how we can give praise. And the ultimate way of giving praise is it says it's a reckless praise. It is uncontrolled praise. It's an undignified praise. It's called tahila, where I shout and I scream and I sing and I worship and I dance and I do anything and everything because I want to just praise the Lord. So come on, won't you give the Lord now tahila? Come on, wherever you are, wherever you are, let's give the Lord tahila. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. That's good. I like that. Amen. Now tonight, hold your fresh start in your hands. And I'm going to pray over this. And like the Israelites, during the worship, as soon as I prayed, we're going to enter into worship. I want you then in your own time, in your own place, Come forward and come and lay it on the altar. If you want to kneel here, you do what you need to do. Whatever God leads you to do, you do it. Bring it as a sign of your trust in Him. Yes, we've reduced it to paper, but God knows what is in your heart and what is in your mind. Tonight, we lay it before God as our offering, as our sacrifice. Say, Lord, this is our fresh start for 2020. Are you ready? Put it in your hand. Raise it to the Lord. If your husband and wife hold hands together, come in agreement, perhaps you even got different things that you're believing for, that's fine, that's fine. We worship you, Jesus. How we worship you, Jesus. Father, tonight we come before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, we bring before you our fresh start. This is Declaration Sunday 2020, Father. The beginning of a new year, but of a new decade, Father. 
And tonight, Father, we lay before you our dreams and our hearts and our desires. Because we know, Lord God, that you've got a plan and a purpose for us. And Father, thank you, Lord God, that you've created everything beautiful in its time. You've prepared us, Lord God. You have blessed us with every spiritual blessing. It is ours. We receive it tonight. The things that we've written on your Father. Some that makes us sad. Lord God, we thank you. Heal our hearts. Bind up the brokenhearted tonight. Restore those family relationships, Father. I pray for that. Let the sons come home. Let the daughters come home. Restore the family unit. Restore marriages. Restore finances. Restore jobs. I thank you, Lord God, for promotions. Supernatural increase. Father, they've been promoted up the line. First in line, I pray in Jesus' name. And as we bring this before you, Lord God, tonight, we declare the blessings of the Lord over our lives. Not because we say so, Lord God, because your word says so. And therefore, we receive it in the name of Jesus. Bring your offering. Bring your commitment to the altar as we worship God together. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.